Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. Alright Sam, on this week's episode we have a special guest. Go ahead and do the usual. Give us the introduction, man. Yeah, this is Chilipino. Um, she's this badass chick that also grows insanely hot peppers. Um, super prolific in the space on Instagram. Has a complete different um, knowledge of like you know like growing and everything um, from seed. And her process differs a lot from um, Bobby um, from the Mighty Mustache. So it's really interesting to hear that you know obviously he is getting huge yields with his process, but it's not that individual i mean it's more individual and there's a lot of different uh, mindsets and it trains of thought with that to get to you know the same finish line essentially cool without further ado let's let our guest in here to the zoom oh it's like a quick oh look at those cats those are adorable. oh yeah kitty cats <laughs> those takes a few seconds to get someone in here i think my internet might be slow it's also the reason speaking of cats how's your dog doing sam Wally's being nuts. Um, went and dropped off a couple of orders of sauce to local retail shops, and he just sits in the car like a good boy, which everybody like condones him. That's like, oh, he's, he's doing awesome. He's a great boxer. But then when we get home, he's just a fucking psycho. I mean, he's one year old puppy ready to ready to crush the world. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of energy. All right, here we go. Hey, how are how's you? Going? Joining Hi, us. how's it going? <laughs> good. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Spill the Sauce. This is like me and Sam's place where we get to talk to other people in not only the hot sauce community, but really outside of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Sam happened to just give you a great introduction. We interviewed a couple weeks ago, Bobby from the Mighty Mustache. We think you mm-hmm. happen to fit right along those kind of lines. So, I mean, honestly, welcome yeah. to our podcast. Well, can you guys hear me uh, good enough? Totally. Yeah, yeah, you're like, okay. Oh, good. You can hear us. Because you guys right? are cutting off a little bit. No, Should we I... can hear you. Totally great. Okay, good. Sounds All good. Right. Now it's a little. All right, there we go. Awesome. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, I mean, yeah, tell us, like, you know, why. This is kind of always the opening question with us, but, like, why peppers? You know, why go into this psycho thing where you just hurt yourself all the time, but you seem to be enjoying it? Well. <laughs> Well, I'm not really in it to hurt myself, mm-hmm. although I do love the pain. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I was bored into it. My father is into hot stuff. My grandpa would just pop peppers in his mouth like nothing, like candy. So I grew up thinking that eating spicy food was normal. So I guess I'm just continuing the legacy of hurting myself and hurting others while I'm doing it. You have a huge heat tolerance from what I heard, right? I, I'm Like I said, I'm surprised that people think that it's, it's a high heat tolerance because to me, it's normal. Like I can pop a pepper here and there while I'm in the garden and it's, it's just, it's just what I do. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, you know, it's crazy when you call, I'm just going to pop a pepper or two while I'm in the garden. It's like, like that's just, that's a little too crazy. Like right there within itself. But the thing is, 
uh, I've been growing peppers for a long time, so I know which ones I can do that to and which ones I should be like, maybe just a nibble on the tail and then not the placenta part. So, so, so totally, like, look, like, take us into that. When did you start growing peppers? You know, how long has it been? Like, what did, did you learn from it? You know, what did it teach you about like food in general or like, you know, I'm sure growing your own food, like very, very like a satisfaction of full thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, I started when I was very young. I was maybe five, six, like in, in kindergarten. And I was in, I, I had dirt in my hands going to school. And my teachers would ask me to just wash your hands before going into the classroom because I was digging in the dirt. Um, I grew up with my mom growing peppers uh, for my dad. Mm. Um, but here in the U.S., when when we moved, I was born in the Philippines, um, and then we moved here when I was um, my early teens. Okay. And we initially lived in apartments, which wasn't enough room to grow anything. Uh, so when I was able to, I started growing in containers. I had like maybe 10 little pots in the beginning to what it is now. It just, it was a exponential trajectory that Control. Well, I had no control over it. So, so sorry, you seem to be cutting like in and out. Is there a better spot that you have with like Wi-Fi or signal? Oh, yeah, I was sure. Let me move upstairs. I'm in my basement right now. Actually. No worries. Hold on. Be like a good forty. Holy shit! So, <laughs> so Billy's probably or Bobby's probably envying you big time because I heard that he's only overwintering one plant this year. Okay, yeah. Well, he has a lot of other plants indoors, so he has a favorite. I think I'm pretty sure it's gonna be his super habanero that he's yeah. overwintering. What a name, yeah. super habanero! Jesus Christ! Yeah, his names. And it's pretty super. It's really delicious too. Yeah, that name doesn't do any justice, really, with like <laughs> making me like want to try it even more. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's awesome. I always tell Sam, like, I'm sure one of the, the good things about like eating like those like super like super spicy peppers is the flavor you get out of them. Like besides the spicy, like how good they taste as well. Because I'm sure they have mm -hmm. to have like a really good flavor to them. Like, do, do you do you do. notice that when you eat a lot of them? And the best way to describe it is fruity, which doesn't do it any justice. Mm. It's a whole different flavor profile that I'm sure you guys are, um, you know, familiar with. And it's the Chinense variety specifically is my favorite uh, flavor profile of peppers mm. because it has that distinct, I don't know how it is, it has a sting to it Oof. that you almost want to hate, but you love having it over and over. Just a little spike. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you were saying um, you're from the Philippines. When uh, when did you and your family move to the States anyways? I think when I was 15. So, like, yeah. I've been here mm -hmm, more, more than half my life, so. And then yeah. what I imagine you were saying, like, you know, eating hot peppers was just such a common thing that everyone was doing. Mm -hmm. Then you moved here. Uh, how soon did you figure out that's not the case, at least around here? I mean, now it's a little more tolerable, but. I imagine even 15, 20 years ago, I mean, it's changed a lot. Yeah, and, and the thing is, in the Philippines, there was only maybe two different varieties of peppers, like a small Pekin variety and a Thai-looking pepper, which we called labuyo. Um, but here, I didn't know there was like this whole <laughs> world of peppers, like thousands and thousands of different varieties. And like Pokemon, I had to collect them all. I had to grow all of them. So. 
I mean, it was out of my hands. You, you know, <laughs> obviously, you had some yeah. overwintering plans too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a lot. Like some of the names I see on Instagram or like on the internet, I'm just like, what? And some of the names are like scary too. You're like, I don't know if that's <laughs> something like I want to just try like straight up. But I mean, again, like I'm sure it's a different like flavor profile, like you said. How did like? So I'm curious because. So I come from an area, I'm from San Francisco in the Bay Area. So like huge Filipino community, like my, like no joke, my middle school, 90% Filipino, like no joke. Yeah. And like, I, like, I don't know if I could ever recall a time of like spicy food, like was something that my friends had, like when they were having Filipino food, we go to the local Filipino restaurant. So I guess no. that's my question. Like how, like, that's a, like, you came from a cuisine kind of quote unquote, that doesn't really have spicy food. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was just in my family, was unique to my family um, specifically. Well, my dad is a chili head. My mom cannot tolerate spice at all. No spice. Like she would have a little bit of jalapeno and she would um, sometimes like ch- choke on, on how spicy a jalapeno is. And it's just so weird that that's where I went on a hard right to get there because it's not it's not typical for filipinos to have spicy food yeah you took us straight right into like the hottest peppers of the world so like i mean when when sam says you have a like a high tolerance i guess like take us some of the like what are some of the hottest things you're eating like as far as like peppers or like maybe the orange it would have to be the sauces that bobby made really he made these he, the first one was the fireball challenge. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube, I watched all yeah, those. Yeah, I've seen it too. Yeah, they're hilarious. And the ground zero. So those two are the spiciest things I've ever had in my whole life. Like more than any pepper that I've ever tasted. More than any sauce. He's tried and, to like source out like crazy, crazy hot sauces before, and just Bobby's are just much hotter than anything no like this was a favor to a friend like oh i have this challenge would you like to try it and of course me i'm like okay sure i'll support you let me try it i'm not trying to win anything but you know in my head when i was trying to psych myself up for for it like oh maybe everyone's gonna be eating 10 spoonfuls i have to eat 11 or something like that and then I watched the video and they have like two or three bites and they're throwing up. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I, what did you I'm have? Shocked. Eleven? I think ten the last time. Yeah, because Bobby always said he was like, "There's a lot of those big chili heads all over the world, and they just got like crowns on their heads, and you're just small, you're humble, and you're just kicking everyone's ass." And he's just like, "I love that about her. She just doesn't hold back. Um, yeah, she can stand with the big dogs. Uh, on top of that." I didn't want to. I just didn't know any better. <laughs> Have you? Are you primed up for his newest challenge coming up? No. Oh my God, no! I, I, if you've seen the video of how he made it, it's he's, so funny. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> it's, it's, well, you had you won the last one, so you have to, uh, I guess, jump in head first into this next one at least. He went from level one to level. Seven thousand with the next pepper, the next pepper sauce, I should say. Those, I mean, I'm just thinking like, like, how do you get yourself ready for, like, to do one of those things? Because that's like an all day thing. Like you're committing your whole day to that. 
Or you well, have to. That's not a one shift. That's not a. Yeah, no, you just eat it and you walk away, like, or go to work. Like, I'm sure you like, you're like, have to be out for a good chunk of the day. It was the last time I was out for like a good two days, like full fetal the first day, and then the second day bedridden. And then I started to walk again the third day, but (laughs) I couldn't consume anything. Um, But you need to have a good greasy meal, carb load, for sure. And then that's, that's the prep part. The most important thing I think is if you do any challenge is what you do after. So make sure you, I, I eat spoonfuls of yogurt and sour cream, all the heavy fat daily things you can drink, um, you know, heavy whipping cream just to soothe your stomach a little bit. So that's do a good prep. And then the post um, challenge routine is the most important and then make sure that your bathroom is vacant for the next couple of days. <laughs> that was easy, Billy. Sign us up for the next one, right? Yeah, no, no. I don't, I don't know about that. I, have to take a couple, I need a couple of days off from... We could line up with my days off from work. Yeah, that'd be cool. But like... Yeah, a terrible that, way to yeah. spend your days off from work. Or yeah, maybe... No. Yeah, well, he, he does have a couple of uh, extra sauces that maybe he can send you guys so you can, <laughs> you can feel my pain. I'd love, I'd love to share. If you could like split one for me and Billy, we'll just do like, I mean, I imagine if, if like, you know, people that are big in the scene, they can do a couple spoonfuls and tap yeah, out. That's crazy. Man, I'd be, you'd have to commit with at least one and just see what happens. I just keep telling Ben, my opponent, Ben, the doctor, Proctor. I just say, congratulations, you already won. Because I'm just gonna try and do anything with this. It scares me. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. The last one was terrifying, but this one—he's just a—he's a mad scientist. He's just a mean person. Diabolical. He's cruel. That's what he is. So need help. So for someone like me, who's more of like a, a wimp when it comes to those things, like so, like what happens to you when you eat like the what you call the world's spiciest thing like do you feel it in your head your stomach your like what like what happens to you okay first thing is that your mouth goes on fire mm-hmm. your sinuses get cleared like all the mucus that you have will get loosened up and released <laughs> you you'll be sweating your scalp is going to be sweat. you have eyebrow sweat you've never known that your eyebrows could sweat but they will start sweating um and then your throat will be on fire and as soon as it hits the gut game over just you get the it's like your stomach is trying to push everything out and it it hates you it wants to get rid of everything you just gave it both ways so that's why i said the day after it's your full fetal because your stomach is constantly grinding and trying to expel everything that you just consumed and then the second day you're bedridden because you're just wanting to rest. And then the third day, you can start, you know, doing light activities. <laughs> you know, start... start. You went through a serious <laughs> surgery. Yeah, this is like a whole, like, therapy. Start receiving visitors. <laughs> Bring you get well soon cards. Yeah, on the fourth mm-hmm. day, you go to physical therapy real quick with your cane doctor or something. Like, this is crazy. So, so and then... You know, and then, so obviously, super, super hot sauces, you can handle those. Do you have... You know what's like your go-to more tolerable hot sauce i mean would you consider still a very hot sauce one of your favorites that you really enjoy or something more more tolerable i don't really um seek out 
extremely spicy sauce. So I do like to enjoy my food. Um, <laughs> I I love uh, chupacabra from uh, Creature Hot Sauce. Um, SoCal Chili Head makes really good spice. Super extra. I get the extra spicy hot sauce that he makes. And most of the sauce that I consume is my harvest sauce, which is basically I ferment um, all the peppers that I grow, throw them in one big um, Ziploc container, you know, the vacuum seal technique, and then grind that up and then eat that throughout the year um, until the next season. So I don't actively seek out hot sauces, but I do, I have been trying more and more sauces these past. Um, since I've been on Instagram and exposed to all these other sauces. And yeah, I, I'm excited to try more. You're what? doing like essentially like your whole harvest peppers. You're not, hey, these couple of peppers or these varieties, you're just like a little bit of everything. <laughs> no, it's just, it's it's the bounty of the garden. I call That's it the killer. harvest pepper. So it tastes different every year. Oh yeah, God yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> And I'm sure you put all those little tiny uh, peppers you painstakingly have picked, you just throw those in there, right? It's pain, pain in my life to harvest those little peppers, but I love how they look and I can't stop growing them. And even though I know every year I'm going to spend hours and hours harvesting. So uh, real quick, I want to go back to the, like, the, hot, the hottest, hottest part of it. What is it that you enjoy about like just eating something that you know is going to give you that two days of hell? It's the high that you get while you're eating it. And then immediately after the endorphin rush. It's like, oh, wow, this is hot. Maybe I need more. And it makes you want to eat more and more. And then when you start feeling the pain, then you stop. And then you realize that, oh, that that feeling that I got a, a few minutes ago is better than the pain I'm feeling now. So you end up eating more and more. So it's a vicious cycle. So, you, so. I see. You fall, you've fallen in the right community there. I definitely get it. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. But, I mean, so, like, how do you... I mean, you just say, like, you enjoy your food, like, not be spicy all the time. I guess, like, mm-hmm. what, like, big brand, like, hot sauce, like, or, like, condiments do you, like, do you enjoy as well? Like, something, like, we all are familiar with. Big brand. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do enjoy the El Yucateco um, sauces. I do like um, Valentina sauces, the, the, the black one, mm-hmm. the extra spicy one. And... The one that I enjoyed, which is basically just like a seasoning sauce, it's not really spicy, is the um, Louisiana hot sauce. It's like a seasoning that they turn into a hot sauce. I just forget the name of it. Just the Louisiana brand hot sauce? Yeah. I have to I have to see it because um, they make the Old, Old Bay. Old Bay. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Old Bay. I've yet, I've yet to try that one. Yeah, that one's... Yeah. I mean, I mean it's like good on old bay it, it was so good it's really really good mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah again, old bay i crazy. have the the 64 gallon a uh, 64 ounce um, jar <laughs> so when you're saying you're getting the like the extra hot varieties the l you could take or any of those other varieties they're probably like mild like yeah. one to ten compared to the stuff that oh, you sure. you have had which is kind of funny when people just like oh i want the extra hot and i'm just like there's a lot hotter out there, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's about being humble at that point. 
with those, you can actually, well, with the peppers that I have, you can supplement and make them to your um, level of spiciness that you like. So that's what I like about I I spice things up even more. <laughs> He's got I, mean, a lot I guess of talking people. about like peppers and whatnot, do you, I mean, obviously you're overwintering a lot of varieties right now. Um, do you try to grow a set amount every year, certain varieties, ones you personally really enjoy or just like Pokemon, you know, you just want to try to grow everything as much as you're able. There are staples in my garden um, that I always grow every year. And then there's uh, a different variety that I want to experiment on. And there's seeds that people send me for looks like the variegated peppers that I'm going to try to make a little plot of, uh, dedicate a little plot. And the decorative peppers that I um, usually leave on my front uh, front porch, just so I could look at them, like the Chinese five color. I always grow those. I always grow the bikinios, um, and a few peppers that have no spice for my dear mother who can't tolerate any spice. How does she so. feel about your garden? <laughs> I'm sorry. How does she feel about your garden? She just, you know. Just lets me do my thing. It doesn't say anything as long as I grow her um, non-spicy variety. She's fine with it. Just like bells or anything more specific? No, um, it's the fushimi pepper. It's like a, a grilling pepper. Uh, the like nagapenio like or something. Yeah, it's like a Japanese variety, um, but it's it's sweet and it's cooked in it's. I, you can you can apply it with how you would use a shishito. You can blister it in a in a pan with sesame oil and flaky salt. But we put it in our soups and our stews. Um, I also nada penil, habanadas, um, the Korean gochu, which is so mm. delicious on everything. Very good. And manganji and different kinds of varieties that have no spice at all. Interesting. Very very cool. I mean, you sp you you spoke second there on like other Asian spices, I guess. I mean, I know obviously it sounds like, I don't know, as far as I know, it's like China, where like they do enjoy some kind of like spicy food, but like, where else in Asia do you, like where spices known at least that you like would know, or like it's a big Korea for sure. I guess yeah, we'll go to Chungan, um, Thailand. Thailand has a lot of um, spicy food. India. Yeah, that's true. Which is more south. Um, Asian, um, China is big on on spice, like you said. Um, Vietnam has a lot of spicy food, um, and some parts of the Philippines, I would say. Like when when you when you eat in restaurants in the Philippines, they usually give you a few of the Thai peppers. Most of them will just put it to the side and completely ignore it, but some people will will eat the spicy spicy peppers. A little nibble every once in a while. Exactly, so it's always kind of nice. Yeah, but it's like a chosen few. <laughs> so, like, is is there something that you like you haven't grown that like you're looking forward to grow? Like that you're like, ooh, like hopefully one day I can grow this. But it's like, you know what I've always wanted to grow is like the um, the OG peppers. Like what I mean by that is the ones that are indigenous to Peru mm -hmm. and Brazil and like the cradle of peppers. That's those are the ones that I want to grow, the ahi varieties, the ones that have not been cross-pollinated with anything else, the purebred, the pure breeds. So. Probably few of those. I mean, I'm, I really want to source out to get some of the true authentic um, scotch bonnets for next year. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot 
what they're called or it's some abbreviation of letters or numbers, but I mean, it's just not any like cross. It's just their true scotch bonnet, um, like official, which is really cool. Cause there's a lot of stuff out there that's crossed mixed. Um, yeah. and then you get different phenotypes through different mm-hmm. generations. You're just like, well, that doesn't look anything like this. It'd be sweet to have something just so authentic and true where it's going to look this way. Cause it's been growing for hundreds of years. That's what I'm chasing. That's the rare Pokemon. So, <laughs> so, so can you like give us like some of those? Like, what are some of those varieties? Like I said, like the ahi varieties. Mm-hmm. Most of those are are pure pure breeds. Um, and I there's some there's a, a website that I found in in the Canary Islands, the uh, Semillas La Palma. They have those heirloom varieties that I really want to try. I've tried to order from them several times, but it's always confiscated by the U.S. government. Uh. So I just get an empty envelope every single year. I try. Hopefully this year I don't jinx well, it and I get getting it. in the mail. That's ridiculous. Well, maybe try not to order 50 varieties of peppers at one time, and then maybe they'll allow you to, That's to keep yeah, I'm, I'm sure the the border patrol sniff dogs just going crazy when the envelope comes through. They're like, "What the hell is this?" They're like, "Burn, like, burn them all." Yeah, it's like all these dogs are getting sick. All the sinuses are clearing up with this envelope. I'm sure it triggers them or something. But it's always kind of a bummer, like when those kind of things happen. I guess. Yeah. It's my next one. Like, what? Like, is there a pepper that like you're like you haven't tried yet? Like, you do want to try? Or like, ooh, or have you like tried all the, like everything which, like there is to know? Or as far as like specific. oh not even close not even close there i do want to try the um the pepper x Oof. if it even exists who knows if if anymore <laughs> they have a sauce made of pepper x it must exist he's crazy enough i think it looks to a lot actually... like a big uh big mustard mama though wouldn't you say it it does it does <laughs> you're right you're right you go down that rabbit hole with like troy primo and everything I'm not biting. I'm not biting. I'm not biting. I'm, I'm, it's interesting, though. I I like to be non problematic on social media. So, So obviously, you you were saying, like, you know, the Pepper X. um, Are there any other varieties that maybe aren't um, like F9 yet that you're just like, hey, I can't wait till that's more stable to kind of grow? Um, I, I have a lot of crosses, but I don't. I don't look, I don't actively search for the crosses. Like I said, I'm, I'm looking at the pure breeds. Um, so I haven't looked at those much, like the new crosses, the F9s and stuff like that. There's a lot out there. So no, that's kind I of know. killer. It's hard to keep up. It's difficult in its own sense for you trying to track down the more authentic, real versions of them. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, but that's cool though, because then you know exactly what you're looking for. There's a lot of stuff. Where, I mean, when the dragon's breath came out a couple of years ago, I'm like, oh shit, this don't be crazy. And it's kind of along the same realms of like a reaper yeah. kind of. And then you're just like, yeah. oh, try this MK yellow trash. Oh <laughs> shit. And then you're just like, okay, yeah, they're a really cool, super hot yellow variety. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. So it seems like the way you're going is going to be more rewarding for you, probably. Mm-hmm. Because there's a set amount of different varieties that are you know, the origin of all the peppers in the world. And then you have, I was, I felt like that when the apocalypse scorpion came out and I was like, oh my God, I have to try this. I have to get it. 
And it tastes exactly like a death spiral, which tastes exactly like a Naga Viper, which tastes exactly like everything else I'm growing. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's true, but it's cool because the appearance, they look a little different. Yeah, I'm sure. I've grown all of those and yes, they look a lot different, kind of, but they're about the same flavor profile. Mm. Um, The death spiral produced pretty poorly where it feels like the apocalypse scorpion produced really heavily heavily mm-hmm. um so it's, it's i guess what do you want for a, a finished product or right. a phenotype damn that's crazy do you have like let's just say your favorite pepper appearance alone that you've grown personally just like this is gorgeous like let's say super hot variety yes uh this year my favorite looking pepper was the purple butt wrecker the butt wrecker? <laughs> boot, boot wrecker. I was okay. going to say, I was like, that's like, like, like a pretty good name for, for oh, a I guess right they're going, I know what they're going for. Yeah. But it had, I don't know how the sun hit it, but it was like a, a creamy white pepper Ooh. that had these, like, where where it would um, have those wrinkles, those edges where the sun would hit it. It had, like, a light purple yeah. hue to, to it. And it Go. just looked so beautiful. I couldn't stop looking at it. Every time I was out there, I would stop at the purple. I look at that butt record <laughs> and just marvel at the beauty of that butt record. So it's, it's like a ghost cross from something. Do you know, like, the genetics of that? No, I do not. I got the seeds from this um, gentleman from Hawaii, which I don't even remember who I got it from, which is the sad part. It was from a trade. Oh. I wish I could track it down. Um, but he, I, I got like a red Savina crossed with a Fatali and the purple butt wrecker. So I didn't ask what they crossed to get this pepper, but if anyone is out there who knows the origin story of the purple butt wrecker, please contact me and let me know. I'd love to know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then we you have that like a favorite you know, flavored pepper. I mean, whether it's like super hot, sometimes you're just like, that oh, is yeah. my flavor profile of choice. It, I don't think it's a secret. I love the bikinios. Okay, yeah. I, I obsess their over their size, their everything. Mm-hmm. Their flavor. Um, the first time I think I I had them was at um, Whole Foods where they had these pickled bikinios in, in olive oil and garlic. And they had feta cheese in there and I was drinking wine and I was having it. I was like, I couldn't stop eating it. So I had to go back to the store and get myself another tub. And I got to, I got to grow these. And that's where it started. Ooh, that's awesome. Well, how, how would you describe so their flavor profile? It's looking like fruity, same kind uh, of thing. It's fruity, uh-huh. but it has a lot of seeds. Ooh. Um, So when it's in its freshest form, it's very crunchy and sweet. Ooh. Like, um, if you have you had a lemon drop before? Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of ahi lemons. Yeah, I, I, I love. Yes, yeah. So they, it's kind of like the taste, the sweetness of that crossed with like a sugar rush. Um, some varieties have spice, like the red ones can be spicy or sweet, but the yellow, the peach, and the black ones they don't have spice at all. So you just get that sweet fruity flavor with the texture on the inside from the seeds and the crunch, the crispy crunch that I, I love so much. What's that pepper again? A bikinio. 
All right, we're going to have to spell that out because I'm going to have to check out some of those as well. Yeah, it's a B I Q U I N H O. B I Q I N H O. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10 would recommend you grow in your garden. Oh, 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 how many years have you been growing that? I mean, has it been like whole and true for quite some time? Yeah, I would say about six years. And then, like, what do you still have? Like, this is the first nonstop. Yeah, nonstop. I wouldn't stop growing this even throughout the winter. So it's, I'm curious. I want to try. You said you got it at Whole Foods, it was in a jar of olive oil and garlic. Yeah, it was just it. one of those, like, with the rest of the pickles with the olives. It okay. was just there. I'm going to have to try that out. It's like a it little, um, a bikinio, I think it, it translates to the beak, because it looks like Ooh. a bird's beak. Okay. Yeah. Learn something new every day. See? And they, no joke, they would grow like crazy. You'll get hundreds and hundreds of small peppers. Oh, that's awesome. And, and this is the perfect pepper for... For kids to start with, because right. it's a good snacking pepper too. All right, I love it. Family friendly show too. Get your kids yes. to eat some peppers. <laughs> yes. which is, which it's rated PG. Yeah, it is. Which is, it's common with our guests. A lot of our guests say they feed their kids peppers. I know last week said so. Now you're you know you you're saying it's for the kids as well. Why not start start them young? You never know <laughs> what they're gonna get into. Maybe they'll yep. be uh they'll be growing their own one day and they'll maybe give it a crazy crazy name. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what we need to really get our get set with our kids is to get them in the garden as early as possible, get them growing their own food and be more self-sufficient. Um, it teaches them patience, discipline, just be observant and, you know, all the good things that you want your children to know early on. So it would have super helped my career, like being a chef at a younger age because I mean, until I started growing hot peppers when I was in high school, I didn't like tomatoes. I didn't care for most peppers. I didn't really want any of that stuff, but then like growing hot peppers, then growing like heritage tomatoes. And then it's like, oh shit, I like onions and I like this. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, it was just really the hands-on aspect of it where I just loved it. And it was really fun. I mean, I wish I was doing it much earlier in my life. It is growing your own food is like very, uh, it's it, it is really rewarding and it just feels good to like eat as well because you know like you worked hard for it, like months on months on time especially with like peppers and stuff i'm sure you're like babysitting like a ton of stuff all the time to like you know you have to check it or like i don't know if you, what the cycle is like but i'm sure you're attending to it all the time right nope <laughs> oh really no no i have i'm a, I'm a nurse so have a full-time job so i love peppers because you don't have to baby them you don't have to be you know always looking at what's going on you just have to really let them be give them everything they need they the seed from seed they have everything they need you just have to supplement with water fertilizer and if you don't put them in pots then they can just go off and go crazy you're just kind of there to be an observer and make sure that they they have the best conditions possible. It's very calm demeanor. I, I very much enjoy that mindset. So you're kind so, of like, yeah. so you're kind of like the nurse at work. And then when you come home, you're kind of like nursing the plants as well. You're like, all right, like double shift time. Or you're like, ah, they're fine. Yeah. They don't, they don't need <laughs> That's my therapy. That's my it's, stress reliever. 
It is. It is. It is like super therapeutic too, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very. It's very yeah. relaxing as well. Do you have a? I know when we were speaking with um with Bobby, I know his growing regimen is it differs from yours a lot. Do you? Are you able to sum up roughly like what you, what your mindset is from? I mean, you know, the seed to the finished product. Mm-hmm. I know he goes small pots, um, and he does like you know pots always. I mean, what what do you kind of go for when it comes to growing your peppers? Well, I, the first consideration I have is where am I in the world? Like I'm in zone 6A, we have short growing seasons. So I have to start my peppers pretty early on. So I I start seeds in December. I have heat mats. I have to have those humidity domes and all that stuff. And then I have to acclimate my peppers before, um, you know, the last frost date of the spring. Um, make sure that they're ready to go out there. And depending on when the last snow will fall, like this year, I wasn't able to get them out as early as I would have wanted because we had a late um, frost date. Um, that's one of the considerations. And I do grow in, in garden beds and I mostly grow in containers because that's where my beginnings are and that's what I'm used to and that's what I know. Um he has, I believe, a different soil mix, and I make my own soil mix too. Um, but I do a lot of compost and perlite and just high draining soil. It's it's a lot to discuss, but that's the major differences that we have is when I start my seeds, where I put them once they're starting to grow, and our feeding schedule is different too. He is insane. He is nice. <laughs> Every day he's out there jiggling pots, it sounds like. He, he's I'm definitely like, a weirdo. He's out there. He's like Dr. Crazy Person trying to experiment with these monster plants. He is. I'm like, he's growing trees. I, th- I think of him kind of like, kind of like, a, like, what's the name of the doctor from Frankenstein who just creates like a different, he just, Bob just creates like different peppers. Because the last time we yeah. talked to him, he was like, well, you know, I have this one. I'm making this, this, and this. He's like, I don't know if it's going to work, but. Nah, it'll take me like nine tries and I'm like, wow, like, that's insane. This guy's willing to try it nine times or like, you know, just the effort you put into it. Like, it's crazy. Good for yeah. you guys. I mean, that's like a patience level, like on a whole other scale. Yeah, I don't have that. Do I you ever like, do you try to create your own varieties or just accidentally through like open pollination? Do you kind of like to see any of those things through? I do have um, a Thai variety that's on this year it's going to be f4 it's like a thai variety um i mix the small thai peppers with a jalapeno so it's it's looking like a a small um thai sun pepper with milder spice and sweeter than than it's it's mom and dad that sounds pretty awesome i love those little thai sun peppers but i stopped growing them because the process of and I got to the end of the season where I'm just grabbing, I'm just ripping handfuls off. And I've heard like people suggesting because I did post like a, a whiny video of me harvesting the peppers on TikTok, and people were like, "Say try those berry harvesters where it's like a, a comb uh, and then you just run through yeah, the peppers." Yeah. If they could fall, if they could go right off the stem, I think that would work. But I think only very few varieties actually do pick clean from the stem um mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say you should get like grape shears like 
the they cut grapes with them out in the fields. They're like super tiny shears or super quick. Yeah, they're pretty tight. Like, yeah, or or just get a helper. There, there yeah, you go. Yeah. There you go. Have someone burn their hands off. Yeah. <laughs> what the neighborhood kids would be like the prime victim. What what's in your garden right now that you're really excited about? Or yeah, all the overwintering um, plants. I mean, yeah, I those do. Your your babies, you chose to let live another year. It's because I'm indecisive. I said I wasn't going to overwinter anything this year. That didn't happen. Um, but I do have like hun- hundreds of indoor plants too. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, so. <clears throat> I'm not only a crazy gardener outside. I I, I bring it in. <laughs> it's exciting. But um, I'm excited for this. This is the time for me to just reflect on the season that I had and learn the lessons that I had to learn. And then um, this, maybe the end of November, I'm going to be picking the varieties that I'm going to be growing for next year. And then December, I'm going to start and you know succession start those peppers so i have harvest throughout um next season too so that's a good thing i need to probably start considering that as well because i know i still want to order some varieties because last year i started everything at the same time and you know ahi varieties and other varieties they're they're huge or even tabascos i mean they're like you know eight inches tall and you know the mm-hmm. chinense variety are like two leaves i mean they're yeah. just Right. So I need to really make that mindset, you know, start the the ones that need the most time first and give myself a break. Right. Super hots, I start the first week of December. And then the rest of the peppers that I know that don't need that much time to get started off, I start those Januarys because I don't have the room to grow like hundreds of little seedlings in my basement. <laughs> So I'm curious, like for, for those like who wouldn't know, like so you would start planting. You said it's super hot on December. When are like when are they usually ready? Like what time of the year? Um, for for the super hot, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like the first week of December. Um, just those really need the the heat map. Or if you have like a refrigerator, you can just put them on top. They need um, seventy to eighty degrees in order to germinate. So and like, what, what would they be ready like, to things. pick or like to harvest, I guess? To harvest, uh, they would be ready by June, June July, if wow. you start them in December. Wow. So they're long, and long. I don't... Top peppers, too. Another thing that probably allows them to fruit um, earlier. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just kind of curious, like, what the timeline was, like... I mean, mm-hmm. I know it takes like most of the year time around, but because like, um, like my family used to garden. I used to live overseas as well, and they used to mm-hmm. always like garden. But you know, things like we like would grow is like grape leaves and like those kind of things. You know, I don't know, like it would never take like that long. It's like a specific season, and then they're just out for the rest of the year. But this seems like it just takes yeah. like three se- almost like uh, three quarters of the year almost. Like it's just amazing. Yeah. The the but those are the ones that taste so good the ones that, that make you wait the longest they're the ones that taste the best i'm sure they're i'm sure the reward of all i just like the taste and that like just amazing all the flavors you get have have you tried like just making like your own blend of like sauce before like just for the like, for the sake of it like why not this year i might try since i've um i kept it i brought in so many peppers i might try um a non-crazy like harvest sauce 
just the my favorite hot peppers i'm gonna try to make a good hot sauce i've been wanting i have a lot of green peppers still so i want to try a a wasabi hot sauce that would be good sashimi could you imagine like that would be a nice so like your underwriter numbers want to utilize yeah yep i think that's killer i know um uh, last year i did a much better job of it rather than this year because all my underripe peppers i did this really cool charred chimichurri sauce which everybody mm-hmm. just loved They're like that's amazing and then the next time i was making i was just using serranos because they were green and it was good but then you can't mimic that i mean i had a whole bunch mm-hmm. of high fantasies and i had a whole bunch of underripe carolina reapers and mm-hmm. goofy things but it worked out it was really cool and you know things change organically how did you uh, get around, like, you know, when you have the unripe peppers, it kind of has that astringent effect in your mouth. Is there a way that you got around to you know, get well, rid of that? It, uh, blending things a lot, um, trying to offset those bitter flavors, whether it's some sweetness or with that chimichurri sauce that I mentioned. I um, I use a lot of like grilled red onion and like red wine mm. vinegar um, with some like capers, some some salt cured lemon as well in that. So it's just really about balancing things. Like, you know, bitter necessarily isn't a bad thing. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know what what your your final product is or, or what do you want your application to kind of be like. So really about rounding off those edges. Yeah, was it fermented or like a fresh um, chicken? No, just fresh, a fresh cooked down pasteurized. And I think the help with a lot of like really fresh herbs helped a lot too. Um, But yeah, just like blending it out. I'm not sure if you'd want to go like vinegar routes or something like that, but I know that would help a lot. Or more sweeter vinegars, whether it's maybe like rice wine vinegar or something like that. Right, right. Speaking of like weird things, do you want to hear this weird uh, combo this lady at my work told me? She was, uh, she asked me, she's like, I work in a supermarket. And she was like, do you guys have figs? I was like, no, nah, like we haven't gotten any. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm like, what do you use your figs for? And she goes, I make hot sauce. And I was like, oh, really? With figs? I was like, oh, what do you put in it? She goes, fig, sugar, and, and spicy peppers. That's it. And I was like, that wow. must be something. How do you feel about expensive. that? Expensive. Very expensive. For yeah. one thing. <laughs> I mean, especially where I work. My work. My. I'm not going to say where I work, but we straight up rob people for their stuff. I, I feel so bad for them. Or even but like dates along that line. If they're like yeah. fresh visual dates. I mean, that'd be still an amazing flavor profile. But yeah. Like, that sounds like a really delicious Mediterranean hot yeah. sauce that she's And actually, I was, I was like, no fruits? Like, no, she's like, no, sugar, dates. I mean, uh, sorry, sugar, uh, fig, and like whatever. I guess peppers, like however you want to go. It's spicier. I guess you could take it the better off. It was a very like weird combination. I was like intrigued. It but sounds delicious though. Very very weird. Yeah yeah. Uh, all right. This is always the question we like to leave our guests off with. So very very hard question here. Oh, we no. ask this to everyone on our podcast. Kind of let them off. You're traveling across the country. Let's say you know you're on a road trip. You just saw your favorite artist, or you went to Bobby's house to get some spicy stuff and go back. <laughs> You stop at a gas station at, I don't know, 12, 2 in the morning or something like that. You're getting some gas. What are three gas station items that are must get for you? And it's like, oh, and, you know, okay. coffee is like out of the question. Because, of course, like you would need coffee if you're on a road trip. Or like an energy drink is out right. of the question. So that's out of the question. The drinks are, because I was like, or local for sure. I mean, you could pick that. You could pick that. I mean, yeah. That's, driving? That's, yeah, that's, a, I mean, you could pick that for sure <laughs> if you want tr- to. Pick it up and I'll drink it when I get home. 
That's but, a game. Uh, I've never no. had that's, uh, Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite answers. She gave it a quick, yeah. So it's it's going to be like, because here we have those michelada um, mixes. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm going to get a michelada mix. Amazing. I'm going to get the Four Locals. And I'm going to get the Doritos Ranch. This might be like the best list that I've heard so far, honestly. That sounds like a fire thing. You like to get down. You like to party, girl. That's awesome. It's very specific, not because I've done it so many times. But you have. Absolutely not. That's Get sure. that out of your mind. So it's never happened before. You're pouring the Four loco in like that styrofoam Michelada cup. Oh, those are amazing. <laughs> you've, ne- you've never had a Four loco Michelada in your life. I've never, no, no, nah, nah, I've never. You I will, should. I will now for sure. I, I have, I have the Just Michelada cup right above my fridge. Days. I actually have that. Cup but here's the, the thing: you fridge. need to get the four loco, pour it into the Michelada mix, and then get a separate cup when you get home. Dip that in chamoy, mm-hmm. and then sprinkle some tahini, and then pour the four loco Michelada on on that cup, and then squeeze a lime, and then. Find a com- comfy couch and just go. I think I might drift do that. into. I think I might do that. Happiness. That sounds really, really good. What I also have this this lady here, this girl here in San Diego, she runs like a small business here. Uh, she made me a watermelon chamoy. Ooh. So it's super, super good. Yeah, I'm putting it like bank, like pancake batter on drinks on rims. It's really, really good. But that also might be like the best list I've I've heard so far, <laughs> especially with the with the chips at the end to top it off. Great choice. Uh, again, thank like you. honestly, thank you so much for being on our podcast. We always yeah, learn a ton. I definitely learned a ton today. Uh, again, always welcome to come on anytime you want. And I guess this is the, your chance we're going to give you to kind of plug yourself. Tell us where we can find your stuff, where we can, people can go follow you, where we can, can we do all that. Well, on Instagram, I'm Chilipino underscore pepper under co. And if you are in TikTok, which I'm obviously too old to be in, I'm in <laughs> Aureus Garden, which is A-U-R-E-A-S-G-A-R-D-E-N. And that's it for me. If you want to follow for more pepper content and houseplant content, that's where you'll find me. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. This well, was fun. This was a blast. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you guys later. Awesome. Enjoy your evening. Okay, bye.